Hey, 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 what's up? Uh, just wanted to chop it up with you people about Jalen Brunson and Emmanuel quickly, my two quote unquote franchise point guards, um, two guys who I feel like is important to what we got going on and important to the rebuild. Um, I'm sorry for the dead link. Really apologize. I wanted to start off with was Emmanuel Quickly's uh, defense opponent uh, defensive field goal percentage, basically opponent field goal percentage when he's defending the person. And he's seventh in the league right now. And that's something great. Uh, first in the league is Giannis. Second is John Moran. Third is Nicholas Claxton. Fourth, Draymond Green. Fifth, Al Horford. Sixth, Chris Porzingis. Something nice to see. Something nice to read. I love that about Emmanuel Quickly. Emmanuel Quickly also leads the NBA in on and off defensive Raptor. Y'all know I hate that fucking stat. But since Smitty explained it to me the other day, I felt like it was needed in order to mention this stat today. And his defensive Raptor is at a plus 8.3. In second place is the defensive player of the year favorite and Jaron Jackson Jr. at f- a plus 5.6. Um, you got Emmanuel Quickly, who's a plus 8.3. And you – Emmanuel Quickly is a, a plus 8.3, is the third highest in the last 10 years. First is – 2020 20 2020 Rudy Gobert at a plus 8.9 um this is actually amazing to me to watch Emmanuel quickly so I throw Tom Thibodeau a bone here uh he did develop Emmanuel quickly's defensive instincts but as soon as Emmanuel quickly came into the league he had a great defensive IQ like he was everywhere on the court that was the one thing that stood out to me when when we first drafted Emmanuel quickly was his defense I didn't even care about his offense at first I think his offense had offset my feelings about Frank Nilekina because Frank Nilekina played like a soft wuss and Emmanuel quickly plays like the complete opposite and you got to understand that Frank Nilekina was the person he was the first guard drafted before Emmanuel quickly um I always viewed R.J. Barrett as a wing, so I didn't view him as a guard, basically. And going from Frank Nelikina to Emmanuel Quickly is nothing short but amazing. Uh, Emmanuel Quickly was a draft bust for the New York Knicks. Mm. Sadly, um, he was a guy that I rooted for, though. I will admit that. Um, he was a guy that I wanted to play more. Um he was a guy I felt got the short end of the stick. And, you know, shit happens. So now we go to Emmanuel Quickly. And Emmanuel Quickly right now, shout out to Tag, too. Tag is a guy who actively roots for Emmanuel Quickly. He puts up a lot of Emmanuel Quickly stats. So appreciate um, Tag with a lot of these stats. But since um, December 20th of last year, Emmanuel Quickly is averaging 16 points four rebounds, and three assists per game. He's shooting 48% from the field, 39% from three, 81% from the free throw line on a 61% true shooting percentage and a positive 124. So 
quickly, <laughs> and this is why I used to get on quickly so harshly because quickly is really good. I I personally love quick email you quickly, um, and just to know, shout outs to um Tommy Bear. The people that say Tyrese Maxey is better than Emmanuel Quickly. If you go to a positive plus minus, Emmanuel Quickly is a plus 201. Tyrese Maxey is a plus 136. Hmm. Interesting. Um, I'm not a box score guy. Uh, I'm a watch the game type of guy. I will go to box scores when needed. I don't really like advanced statistics either. I think advanced statistics is bullshit. <laughs> unless you're trying to prove a point to certain people, then you could use advanced statistics like defensive plus minus or PER or, you know, defensive win shares and all of that stuff. Like, for example, Julius Randle, right? He's defending well this year. I think he's top 20 in defensive plus minus, right? In the COVID season, another year where he defended well. He's top 20 in defensive plus minus. Last season, when he stunk it up, I noticed that Julius Randle was in the bottom 50 in defensive plus minus last year. And this is it. it so the plus minus that it kind of matches the eye test, because as you're watching this man haul ass on the court, his defensive plus minus is ass too. So it makes sense. Right. Um, also, for my propaganda, the reason why I said the Knicks will go 18 and four. Because, you know, I'm a narrative guy. You know, e e even though I try to get away from the narrative, I'm a narrative guy, right? I'm a narrative guy. I'm a tell the truth guy. I'm sensible. You know, I'm optimistic. I'm pessimistic. Like, I'm crazy, right? You know, I try to I try to see things for what it is, right? I think the Knicks will go 18-4 and four for the second half of the season. The reason why I think they'll go 18-4, and we made you quickly is one of them. When I when I make these Kane type of thoughts and and I say certain things, I'm like, okay, why am I saying this? Shout out to Emmanuel quickly, right? Who should be six man of the year if my prediction goes right, right? And not everything I say goes right, right? I remember when I said the Knicks will lose eight straight after Mitch went down. I remember I said that. I definitely said that. Sometimes I say things because I just hate the fucking coach. The coach fucking stinks. But besides that, sometimes I love telling the truth. So when you look at Emmanuel quickly, right, I noticed that each year he shot less floaters, right? But what's noticeable is, okay, let me go to the numbers. So in 2000, in his rookie year, basically, he shot 147 floaters, right? On the effective field goal percentage of 34%, 34.4%, right? In 2021, his second season, he shot 45%, right? Now, in his third season in the NBA, he shot he's he shot the least amount of floaters ever in his career. Um, he's at 113. In his second season, he shot a, a – his second season – uh, he shot 128 floaters, right? So now his third season where he has 113 floaters, he's, his effective field goal percentage is 51%. It's the highest it's ever been. Uh, that's amazing. So that's telling me 
He's picking his spots. He's understanding where to be. Uh, he knows his role in the offense. He's the type of guy that you could play on ball, off ball. You know, he, I, I, I love quickly, right? This is why I keep saying, like, quickly, you got to, at some point, as a Nick fan, you got to pay the cost to be the boss. You got to pay to be the big dog, right? You don't even, <laughs> excuse me, my fault. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Even now, right? When I say you got a, it costs to be the boss, right? I got to pay certain things for even my podcast out of my own pocket in order to get where I want to be. I can't just depend on everybody else to get where I want to be. Nobody can. You got to actually put put in your own work. You got to put your own foot forward so other people can respect what you're doing so they can want to rock with you. They can want to vibe with you. Oh, yeah, I see the work ethic. Oh, yeah, I see this is the person who who's up four in the morning. They looking at stats and all that. I see it. So, you know, going back to my guy, Emmanuel Quickly, who should be in the running for six men of the year. Um, he could play on ball. He could play off ball. You could play him with um, Jalen Iverson. You could play him with R.J. Pierce, right? You could play him with Julius James. You could, you could switch it up. Um, you could play the three guard set that Tibbs been playing. I, even though I hate that fucking set, man, I, I fucking hate that shit. But now that we got Josh Hart, now it's kind of like okay, I can deal with it. Cause now Josh Hart, Grimes, and quickly is interchangeable. My only beef about the trio, my only one beef. I only got one beef. My one beef is. We don't got no 6'9", motherfucker. Like, I need a 6'9 wing in here. You give me a 6'9 wing, then then we could we could rock moving forward, right? Because now you got Grimes. Grimes fill a row. Evan Fournier, you could walk the fucking plane. Man, you quickly, he fills a row. I'm paying him his fucking money this summer. I'm going to keep saying it on every single fucking pod, every single fucking Twitter spaces I'm on. I'm going to keep saying pay man quickly as fucking money. You're going to hear it a lot. You're going to hear it a lot. Man, you quickly. Like, I think sometimes even me, like, I take shit for granted, right? When I talk about the almighty fourth seed and, and, and yo, the Knicks should have took two first-round picks and they should have drafted Scotty Barnes with uh, Quentin Grimes. We would have been, you know. I got my gripes. But quickly pick that 25. Walt Perrin special. On top of the fact that I know a lot of us, we don't like this fucking coach, man. This fucking, this coach is a bitch. Excuse my language, Nisha. But this coach, he do shit. He do shit. I don't like the shit he do. I don't like the shit he do. But the coach loves quickly. Loves him. Loves him. And he gonna play that motherfucker. So nobody the 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 issue that people had with quickly was it wasn't about the the coach not playing him. It was about the positions that the coach was putting them in. If you're gonna tell me Alfred Payton gotta start a whole year over Emmanuel quickly 
then there is no way I'm going to speak positive about that man after what he put me through. No way. Fuck off. Fuck off. It's no way. No way, no how. Two years of my life. I think I was 29 at the... Man, this fucking coach, man. I'm so tired of this fucking coach, man. Like, he clouds my takes sometimes. Like, I, I be wanting to be positive, and then I got to think about the coach doing that bullshit to Reddish. I'm like, all right, you know what? Fuck the coach, man. But going back to my young boy, Emmanuel Quickly, right? He's one of the most valuable players in the NBA right now coming off the bench. Um... And I think he should be paid north of $80 million. I don't care how crazy it sounds. I don't care. Yo, State, you bugging. You're paying. You're paying. Oh, I'm so sorry. I'm kind of sick. But, like, yo, State, you bugging. You're paying, man, you quickly. $80 million plus. Yes, I would. The fuck you mean? You know, you know what New York taxes is like? Pay my man's fucking money. Pay Mitchell Robinson his fucking money. I, I've been with some of people who pay Mitch his money. People who's coming on Twitter space, oh, don't pay Mitch. Don't don't give Mitch the shut the fuck up. Give Mitch his fucking money. The man was playing for scraps, playing behind Anus Canna. You had company men saying Anus Canna made Mitch deserve his minutes. Get the fuck out of here, man. Try and disrespect my intelligence. I don't got time for that. My man deserves a hundred million. Right now. Five years. Give him five years, hundred million right now. That'll be a steal. Pay him the highest his first year. Let that shit go down each year after that. Because a player like that, you can't teach. See, defense. Offense, you could get better at. Offense is like, offense, you could you could tune your game up. You know, you could get your dribble moves up. You could get your handle up. You could you, you do a couple things on offense. Like, Jalen Brown, he got himself to that level. His handle was, his handle was nice. Gilbert Arenas, Brandon Roy, Pedro Stojakovic. You get yourself, you get yourself that level on offense. Defense is a wanted, a effort, size, length. It's a lot of things that go into defense, right? But when you're a rookie and you come into the NBA and you can already defend, oh yeah, I'm keeping it. I'm keeping it. When I said trade for Donovan Mitchell, Emmanuel quickly, I was not. I was against putting them in that deal. Quentin Grimes would have been eating unseasoned chopped cheeses in Utah if it was up to me. I don't care what nobody said. But you know what? RJ would have been in that trade, and I'd have been in my house 
probably bashing my head against my glass in my bathroom. So you know what? God got a plan for everybody. Maybe Donovan wasn't the plan. Maybe Jalen Iverson was the plan. <laughs> I'll fuck with Brunson too. I'll get to Brunson next, but Emmanuel quickly. I think that he's in sole position to win the sixth man of the year award. I think he should strive for that. I think that should be his goal. Um the offense the bench offense is his and Josh Hart's. I trust Josh Hart to always make the right play. Um, he's a smart basketball player. Um, Josh Hart will be here for the future, so I'm I'm, I'm proud of that. The Knicks got that going. Uh, the Knicks got the quickly. Can't trade quickly, man. I'm from anybody who talked to me about trading quickly. I'm muting. That's my rule. You talk about trading quickly. You talk about trading RJ. I don't want to talk to you. Don't have them conversations with me. You talking poppycock nonsense. Now, from quickly, we go to Jalen Iverson, my boy Jalen Brunson, right? A guy who, who, you know, <laughs> one of the craftiest point guards I've ever seen from a Nick. Um, he's averaging the most points per game by a Knicks guard in the season in franchise history um, at 23.9. First, um, second was Walt Frazier at 23.2. Third was Stephon Marbury in 2005 with 21.7. So this shit that Jalen Iverson is doing right now. This shit, I, even somebody like me, like I probably might be taking him for granted. I might. Maybe he might need the ball hog. Maybe I've seen so much bad Nick basketball that it clouds my judgment sometimes. Because Stephon Marbury was averaging a 30 for a month. Jalen Iverson did it in January, my birthday month. Impeccable uh, 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 foot mechanics. This guy gets doubled 30% of the time when he's on the court. It's amazing to watch this young man at six foot one do what he's doing right now. He should be the most improved player of the year. That's another reason why I want to go 18 and four. I need all my agendas to go through. Because now I can sit at the table with people like Tramel and the company, man. I can sit at the table with them now going into the playoffs. I'm trying to sit at the table with them. That look like a nice table. They got all the steaks over there with the filet mignon, with the nice wine. You know, at the anti-fan table, you know, we got straight Henny. We, we, we straight Henny, um, chicken wings. You know, we ain't got no we ain't got no extra fire shit at the anti-fan table. So what they call us. We ain't got the fire shit. Company men got the big steaks over there and all that. I'm trying to eat with them. I can't eat with them until I see progress. 
you don't think I would have fed like how they fed? They fed great. They wake up every day and say everything good with the Knicks. I wish I could wake up like that. I always got to ask questions. Always. Now, Jalen Iverson, last season he was averaging 16, 5, and 4. This season he's averaging 24, 6, and 4. <laughs> I hope my man Stan make that make that graphic. He got to make me another graphic, man, to Jayla Iverson. That shit is amazing. Last month he averaged 30. Since the All-Star Reserves was announced, he's averaging 33, 6, and 3, three threes made on 61% from the field and 56% from three. Video game, my career stats. And what I really can appreciate about Brunson is the footwork. You don't get elite foot. Like, you got to really hone in on your skills when it comes to footwork. His footwork is so elite. He take a lot of fucking shots. It pisses me off. I'm not going to lie. Because I'd be like, damn. I, I, I damn sure didn't sign up for him to shoot the ball 29 times. Come on now. Last last small guard I seen shoot the ball 29 times was Allen Iverson. This is the reason why I call him Jalen Iverson. But see, the difference between Brunson and Iverson, Iverson went to the finals with Eric Snow. Can Brunson lead us to the finals? Hmm. Can't say no. If you say no, you're lying. If you flat out say no, you lying or you hating? But if you say yes, you're kind of delusional. So there is no win-win here. What I will say is looking at the playoffs right now and looking at the standings and looking at the other teams that's in the Eastern Conference, I don't want to sound like I don't want to sound like a homer. So I'm gonna just be a realist. Uh, the Knicks are in the sixth seed right now. So if the playoffs started today, we'll be facing Brooklyn. I'm not gonna hold y'all up. If RJ plays like a third overall pick, Brooklyn getting swept. After what I see, Brunson do to Mikael Britt. Oh. What he did to Mikael Bridges was so OD that I didn't, I, like, <laughs> and I'm looking at Mikael. Yeah, hold on. I'm looking at Mikael. I'm looking at Mikael Bridges. And I'm like, yo, you can't guard mom. Somebody at the door. Open it, the bus stop. I did. Who is it? The Spanish lady. Ask her what she want. Oh, tell her I'm good. It's probably a cigarette. Tell her I'm good. <laughs> she said she's good. Thank you. Okay. Uh-huh. <laughs>
Oh, man. Anyways. No, that's when you're in a black house. You know, when you're in a black household, you know, your mother usually feed your neighbors. Everybody want favors. Tremel Ty, know what I'm talking about. But back to Jalen Iverson, right? I got to stop underappreciating these guys because it's going to be a point where the Knicks will break into championship territory. I don't know when it's going to be. Now, every single team that's won an NBA championship, they always won off of luck, right? Um, even the years when Golden, when Golden State won the championship in 2015, what happened? That whole Western Conference, every single star and point guard was hurt. That is a fact. If you don't believe me, you could go look it up yourself. Um, and then when he played LeBron in the finals, Kyrie got hurt. And Kevin Love was hurt because Kelly Olenek is a fucking greaseball. So, you know, out, outside of that, uh, you go to 2017, fucking Kevin Durant. Like, Kevin Durant did one of the most egregious, one of the most... De- How the fuck do you go to Golden State, bro? I still don't understand that move. And I loved Kevin Durant at one time. I can't love him. I I can't love him after that, yo. How you go to K? How you Golden State, bro? You could have went to any team, bro. Pick Golden State. Why was anybody watching basketball those two years? (laughs) Why? And the fucked up part about it is the Knicks had a chance to do actually what a lot of people like myself wanted them to do and was to tank and tank hard because it was no point in trying to compete when Golden State had Kevin Durant. But we picked Frank Nilekina. Oof. Then you pick Kevin Knox. So, I love the point that Tramel told me about a week ago. It was a good point, too. It was on one of my pods recently. Um, said to me that the 2017 draft was the same draft that Josh Hart came from, which is a fact. <laughs> it's crazy, though, how you brought that up, because that kind of fucked me up when you said that. He said the Knicks are repaying their sins from years ago by signing certain guys. So I'm like, okay, cool. Then he hit me with the second job. He said, remember 2018? I'm like, yeah, I remember 2018. He said, what player came from the 2018 drive? So I thought about it. I'm like, I think Jalen Brunson did. So, oh, who we picked 2018? Oh, okay. Okay. So I'm like, okay, you got me there. You got me there. So the Knicks are re, re, repaying their sins by redoing the mistakes they did in the past and getting it together. 
Um, so now Jalen Brunson is your starting point guard, and Josh Hart is one of your first bench wings. It's nice to see. It's a good start. It's a good start. Um, I like the fact that well, – no, I'll say this. I don't like Jalen Brunson in Tibbs' offense. Even though he's killing, I think I give more props to Brunson than Tibbs. Because Brunson, the only way players get this good is, is is if your work ethic is impeccable. That young man is so nice that you could tell you could tell he works on his game. You could tell he's a good leader. Um, Julius Randle became a two-time All-Star, partially because of Jalen Brunson, um, partially because of what Jalen Brunson brings to the table, partially because of Jalen Brunson's leadership. I remember when Randle had an interview and Randle spoke about Jalen Brunson. Said, "Yo, he calms me. Da- he calms me down." So when I say when I heard that, I'm like, "All right, calms you down." And now I'm seeing Brunson ring off 30, 32, 41, 40, 39, 36. I'm like, I now it's becoming um, apparent that to me, and this is just one of my just what ifs, like one of my biggest what ifs of all time for the Knicks is I wonder if the Knicks could have got Donovan without giving up RJ and having Donovan with Brunson, with Randall, and how Brunson and Randall is playing right now with RJ as the fourth fiddle. That's, sh- I'm just, that's going to come across my mind for the next couple of years, um, but we'll see because Jalen Brunson is, I think his last 20 games has been better than Donovan Mitchell's as well. That was a, It was a stat that Stan had pointed out to me, and Brunson, like I, like I have no complaints right now, man. He should be an All Star. He was robbed, obviously, um, and since he was robbed, I feel like Jalen Brunson should now calm down. I think the most important thing right now for the Knicks is getting the two twenty two year old wings in order. These last couple of games for Grimes and R.J. Barrett has been so pathetic. It, it, it's Grimes just – he's triple single king, and R.J. loves shooting toward dates. So the triple single king in Quinn Nilekina, I, I dislike it. I need more from him. I can't have Brunson score 36 and you score five. Like, it, it should not happen. But at the same time – this falls on Jalen Iverson a little bit and RJ and RJ Barrett. Because RJ Barrett ain't no fucking saint. This ball hog motherfucker OB jumping for the ball. How do you not pass the pill? Pass the ball. OB jumping. Yo, OB was jumping for the ball so much, I think I started jumping. And I was at work. I'm like, yo, RJ, pass the ball. Pass the ball. He ain't passed the fucking ball. Even Julius Randle passed the ball now. I don't think I've – this is how I know Randall's a more mature basketball player. And this is what I – this is why, like, I got to, like, 
give Jalen Brunson a little more leeway is because Julius Randle, now that he's 28, people got to understand, like, we got Randle when he was 24, right? So when you judge players like R.J. Barrett, oh, get him off the fucking team and they stand in third, it took Julius Randle three basketball teams in about seven to eight years to become an all-star. Sometimes it takes time. But sometimes it takes time in a certain situation. If Julius Randle was drafted in a winning situation on the Lakers, you think he would have left the Lakers? No. He would have never left. If he was in a better situation, had better players around him. And I want to give give props to the Lakers because the Lakers, one of the best scouting departments I've ever seen. I don't know how you draft D'Lo, Lonzo, Ingram, Randall, Zubak, and you don't got nothing to show for it. Absolutely nothing. You know, you do have something. You have a bubble ring. Really nothing to show for it. Because me personally, I really don't respect the bubble ring. I don't respect it. This is why I tell people I disregard the almighty fourth seed COVID season. I don't respect no basketball the first 62 games of that season. It was fake basketball. I already told you, COVID season, Randall was top five best NBA player I've ever seen in my life. I've ever seen. Best 2012 Braun is number two. COVID season, Randall might be number three. Four might be 2006 Kobe. First is 2001 Iverson. That COVID season, Randall shit, y'all don't understand the, yo, bro. Bro. It was like when you playing 2K and you put the sliders up to 100, and the man just shoot and the shit green every time. That's how he was COVID season. That shit was OD. I'm not gonna front that. Th- that shit was so fake that I couldn't. I that's why I disregard that shit. Cause that shit was fake, bro. That I never seen a basketball. Yo, bro. I watched Melo in 2012, bro. COVID season, Randall is tied with that man, or he might be a, a notch better. That shit was OD, bro. Ain't enough weed in the world to recreate that season for him. This season, he's been special. Um, do I attribute that to Jalen Brunson? I know the last couple of weeks I've been saying I can't attribute the one, I can't correlate one player's success to Jalen Brunson. But when you talk to other Knicks fans, you got to get a different perspective. He's absolutely one of the reasons why Julius Randle's an All Star game. Young man ringing off thirty balls like they like like they purple tops and blue tops in the eighties. Um, and going back to just the matchups and speaking on Jalen Brunson, I'm just talking playoff wise. So we would get 
the Nets first round. I think the Knicks will win that series. Yes, I do. State, would you put a hundred up on it? I'm putting. I, I'm going to FanDuel as soon as the playoff come out. If we the six seed and we play the Nets, I'm betting the Knicks sweep. I'm betting the money. I'm betting the money. I told Jamel, yo. I told Jamel. I told Jamel. He's a getting money man. I'm a getting money man. We could bet twenty dollars on every game for the rest of the season. And I'm hoping I lose every game. I'm hoping I lose that bet every game. So if we play the Nets first round, that's looking like I need that. So you go into the semis. You the six seed. Most likely, you will have to play Milwaukee. Now, whew. now I will say this. It's only one man I'm looking at for that Milwaukee series. It's Julius Randle. I'm not looking at RJ. I'm, not, I'm only looking at RJ for a specific... I'm looking at RJ for a Cleveland playoff series. I'm looking straight at RJ. For a Brooklyn series, I'm looking straight at Jalen Brunson. But for a Milwaukee series, you got Giannis in front of you. You got people like Ralph. You know, capping for you. It's not even capping no more because Randall playing so well. And rightfully so. You got people saying, yo, believe in Randall, this, that, and the third. Yo, stay. Why you why you bugging? Yo, why you still want to trade him? Yo, why you want to do this? Yo, ah, ah. Yo, you know what it's like, man? I had to watch Spreewell. Ah, ah. People talk this Charles Oakley, Anthony Mason, RP, Anthony Mason. Y'all talk this Patrick Ewan shit. John Starks, Mark Jackson, Bernard King. Ironically, he's wearing Bernard King's jersey number. This is where you become a Nick legend. If you outplay Giannis, and I'm talking about, I'm talking about big dog. Yo, I got Giannis. I don't want Mitchell on Giannis. I got, yo, I got him, yo. That's how you you now now I'm gonna look at you like oh nah he gangster now he grew up now Kobe would be proud because the one thing about Kobe Kobe was one of the most competitive motherfuckers I've ever seen in my life man top five favorite player of all time I got a Kobe fucking picture hanging up on my fucking wall. I'm a Nick fan. I got Kobe and I got a Carmelo Anthony. I watched Kobe 4-28 in Game 7 win a fucking Game 7 against four Hall of Famers. 
Kobe always guarded the other team's best perimeter player any playoff series. That is a fact. He never ran from smoke. And he giving you 30. So he 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 locked, he guarding you. And he giving you 30. Kobe fucking Bryant. Do Randall have the gangsta in him to go mano on mano with Yana? Because once you cancel out Giannis, now I'm looking at Chris Kobe Middleton and R.J. Barrett. I don't even need R.J. Barrett to score 20 that series. I just need him to shut Chris Middleton down. That's all I need him to do. Just play defense. Just defend him. Grimes, stick him. That, that that's all I need. Just shut him down. Drew, you Drew could get his 30. I'm not worried about Drew. Because Drew got a lot of problems to worry about his damn self. Drew will get canceled out. So if Randall and Chris Middleton is still not right, by the way. He's still not right. But if Randall can get that inner Goku in him, I can see the Knicks winning this six. I can see the winning this six. So now, you got the Eastern Conference Finals. So you're going to be either playing Miami or Boston. Now, if we play Boston, it's two people that has to have historic. I'm talking. I'm talking. I'm talking like he's arrived type of performances. Jalen Brunson, R.J. Barrett. I'm going to include Grimes in that, too. Because if we def- if we're going to win that series, Grimes can't score under 10 points in any of those games. That is a fact. Quickly cannot neither. Because their bench is deep. So you're going to need the bench points. And what's crazy is that the addition of Josh Hart makes it so when you do sub out certain players, you bring in a player that you can automatically trust and you can automatically say, okay, I'm going to just throw him in there and I know he's not going to do nothing stupid. He's not going to fuck up the play. Now, if R.J. Barrett, He levels up. He keeps attacking the basket. He keeps attacking Jason Tatum, attacking um Jalen Brown. Just keep attacking him. You gotta keep attacking him. Like how you been doing past three, four years? You gotta keep going at them. Those them type of dudes, like Jalen Brown and Tatum, 
what I noticed what I noticed about those two is although they're great players, they'll duck smoke. So what I mean by that is when I seen Andrew Wiggins and Curry walk those two down repeatedly on offensive sets, the way Wiggins did Jason Tate. Jason Tatum looked like James Posey, man. Wiggins shut him down and averaged 21 and 11. Shut him down. He, he, he had Jason Tatum looking bad. Jalen Brown played better than Jason Tatum in the finals, in my opinion. Jalen Brown outplayed Tatum by far. By far. So in the series versus the Knicks, you can't allow a guy like Brunson to go off. Because if the Celtics, Marcus Smart, don't let Brunson start walking walking over them dudes. Because now he's building a legacy for himself. It's a lot of legacies on the line right now for the Knicks. This might be one of the most important 22-game stretches I've ever seen for the Knicks. It's so many, so many narratives, so many feelings, so many takes that's been happening in the past couple of years. And a lot of shit is online during these playoffs. Because if the Knicks get smoked first round, oof. Oh man. I I don't I don't know how to feel about that. After what I'm seeing from Brunson, I don't know how to it if the Knicks get smoked first round, I want Tibbs fired. Because I I, I don't even want them to trade nobody. I don't want I'm not blaming whoever if Randall played bad. I'm not blaming him, Brunson. I'm not blaming none of my players, bro. I need this coach fired. Because if we lose first round, that tells me that Tibbs is just, he he just doesn't get it. He just doesn't get it. That's a, my, my team got enough talent to get to at least get to the second round, bro. You you don't get And this man spent 300 plus man. I need a bang for my buck for my return. I need something in my return. They lose first round, bro. It's gonna be, it's it's gonna be nasty on Twitter, the whole summer. Cause all them takes about trading out of the first round for Jalen Brunson for a first round exit, it's gonna look like, hmm, they look kind of right. Missed out on Jalen Williams, you know, because you want to get your guy, son, but you gave out bad contracts the year before because you lived off for the almighty fourth seed. So now all you got to show for it is two first-round exits. Tibbs needs to be fired. This is not the Brooklyn Nets. Too much money on the Knicks 
where too much money Leon Rose has spent when somebody has not to be fired. Somebody got to be fired, and it got to be time to it up. Now, if the Knicks, as presently constructed, everybody knows I put $48 on the Knicks to win the NBA championship. You win 10K, you might as well put that bet in now. I'm going to pick two more teams, and I'm going to put money on those two teams. To, because I feel like this year, it's going to be a new NBA champion. It's not going to be a regular. It's not going to be one of the regulars. It's not going to be the Lakers. It's not going to be Golden State. It's going to be somebody new. Somebody who hasn't won a championship in that long. I'm hip to Adam Silver's NBA now. I'm hip. So now, let's say Knicks beat Boston in seven. So now you go to the finals. What, who making the finals versus the Knicks would make Adam Silver the most money? Let me think. Hmm. Now, if I was crazy, I would say New Orleans. But I don't think New Orleans got enough. For you people who want to trade R.J. Barrett for Brandon Ingram, you could go fuck yourself. I'm reading your tweets on the timeline. No, I am not tweeting on the timeline right now. Because it's awful. Awful. Just the shit I read. It'd it be pathetic. It'd be shameful. You don't see me coming out here trying to trade Randall and everybody and, and shit like that. Well, come on now. This is why I call him Quentin Nilakina. I call Quentin Grimes Quentin Nilakina so I don't have to go on the sideline saying nasty things about him. You got Brunson when he was 26, and you got Julius Randle when he was 24. Julius Randle is 28 right now. You're damn right he's having the best year of his career. He should. He's 20 fucking eight. I'm pretty sure where R.J. Barrett is 28 years old. I'm hope I'm hopeful we already have like two, three championships by that time. I'm hoping. That would be nice to see Tibbs win a championship with the New York Knicks. That would be nice to see. I'm not that negative. I don't hate nothing more than the championship. You, a champ, I watched the Giants win two championships in my lifetime. I've seen the Giants beat up. A 17-0 Patriots team with Randy fucking Moss. Justin Tucker, the boys. Straight hand. OC. Big bodies. Patriots couldn't even move the ball.
but Eli Manning became clutch. Two minute Eli was OD. People, whoever's older than 25, you know who two minute Eli Manning was. You've seen two championships. You know what that feeling is like. Seeing your team dominate somebody in the playoffs. I seen I seen Eli take Aaron Rodgers out, bro. Take him out. In the cold, snowing, in the playoffs. Go to YouTube. Go look it up. I seen it on the big TV. With the with, yo, the big TV with the black cable box with the red letters. <laughs> The big TV. So I know what a championship feels like. My Giants got one. They got two, actually. And smoked the Patriots both times. Fuck Tom Brady. I hated that motherfucker. I'm so glad he's out the league. So happy for the black quarterbacks in the, in the NFL. You know. But it, it it's... In New York, when you win a championship, it's a different you like nobody could tell me Aaron Rodgers better than Eli Manning. How? How? Two rings to one. What the fuck are you talking about? When people start talking about greatness, right? The only person that you could say probably it so Allen Iverson, Dwayne Wade. I know some people that take Allen Iverson over D Wade. That is a fact. I know some people that take him over D Wade. But I know a lot of people say, yo, D Wade got three rings, bro. Sometimes rings matter. That's why Jordan told Kobe, look, listen, man, you got three, I got six. <laughs> have rings, this is why Walt Clyde Fraser could walk anywhere in New York City and take a shit on the corner and nobody gonna say nothing. He could go anywhere and eat for free. Are you shitting me? He come in my family liquor store. Yo, Walt, you want a bottle of rose? You, you want some chocolate? Some chocolate? What, do you need anything, sir? For free? Willis Reed? Are you kidding me? Got 90s Nick fans on the timeline talking about, you know, we said, I'm, I'm happy with a first round exit. How dare you? After you, after you watch the generational Patrick Ewing get punched around by Black Jesus. I'm not even going to mention Black Jesus' name. Thou shalt not say his name. Black Jesus. You got Black Jesus. How do you not get that man Ewan help? And I'm not talking about regular help. But you know what? The Knicks probably held John Stark's untouchable for Mitch Richmond. You know how the Knicks do. And yes, I went there. Yes, I did. 
Yes, yes, the fuck I did. Niggas don't, don't. They, they got to build on this, man. So if they get to the finals, who would they, who would they want to play in the finals, right? And this is because I want to win my bread. Like that, what ten k? Cause the analytics want to chip. Shit, I'll be a company man for like two years straight. You won't hear a peep out of me. Shame me. So, me personally, Denver, Memphis, Sacramento, L.A. Clippers, Phoenix, Dallas, New Orleans Pelicans. The only team that genuinely scares me. Wow, that's tough. Oh, yo, whatever East, whatever East. <laughs> yo, whoever come out the East, they're going to have to put on a Hall of Fame performance in the finals, yo. Because you got to play either Kyrie or Luka, Katie or Booker, Chris Floyd, Aiden, Russ, Kawhi. Paul George, oh my God. I like Fox. It's a bonus. I like that. I like that. That's the new age, 2002 Sacramento King. I like it a lot. I like it a lot. I'm not scared of Memphis. Memphis is full of fake goons. We'll outgoon them. That's on God. That's on God. If we played Memphis, we'll dare outgoon Memphis. Memphis would be the team. Memphis, the type of team. That Julius Randle uh, definitely goes Super Saiyan on. I'm definitely, definitely capping for Julius Randle. Absolutely. <laughs> Memphis is a team that needs to get smoked in the finals. And they need to get swept. They need to get taught a lesson. Because they talk too much shit. I'm so glad Nick players don't talk like that. I'm so glad Nick players just shut the fuck up and go about their business. Lunch pail. Not even lunch pail. Nick players talk. They're not robots. But I, I, I don't think Memphis will make the finals. Just me personally. Um, Me personally, I think Denver will make the finals. Clippers, Phoenix, Dallas, um, New Orleans. It's so many so many teams can make the finals in the West, man. But I, I just think that whoever comes out the East, they'll be battle-tested. And I think at that point... Yes. Okay. I think whatever team comes out in the East um will be battle tested because by the time you come out come out the East, you gonna either have played Boston and the Bucks or or you're gonna have to play Philly and Cleveland. Philly and Cleveland, or Philly and the Celtics, like, you're going to be battle-tested. So by that time, you know, the company men will all be singing Kumbaya. This would be about June 1st. You know, we'll all be praising the Knicks. We'll be like, all right, cool. We, 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 we somewhere, um, 
we the furthest we ever been in in twenty, hmm, I say twenty two years since the last time the Knicks been in the finals. Um, maybe the third time's a charm. Uh, maybe our and here's the underlying thing. I think come playoff time, Derrick Rose will play. I might need some Derrick Rose minutes. I might. I might. I just might. I just might. Depending on the situation, I don't need no Evan Fournier minutes. I got Josh Hart. I don't need no. I don't need to see Evan Fournier no more. But I might need some Derrick Rose minutes. Just for the moment, pressure, you know, Jalen. Yeah, see, see, that's why I, when you got Jalen Brunson, it's like, it kind of make you feel more calm because Brunson is already battle-tested because he went to the Western Conference Finals with Luka. So you want to kind of show Brunson some respect. The disrespect comes from outside of Brunson. Like, we're not trying to disrespect Brunson in regards of saying it's a first-round exit. We're actually trying to go off of what we've seen in, his, in history and seeing – and off of what we've seen from Brunson and Randall the last couple of years, uh, I have no evidence right now of them not being championship one and two options and RJ being a third option. Um, but that can change. That could change this season. This is why I said, like, this This last 22 games is one of the most important stretches in Knicks history. I think people are going to be in for – a surprise. I think we're going to be in for a ride that I think we're all going to enjoy. Um, but going into the playoffs, I'm just hoping that the Nets keep winning because I want to face them in the first round. I think that's the easiest right there. I want the easiest pickings. I don't want the Philly. And I, I'm not one of those Nick fans. I, I'm not going to bite off more than I could chew, right? I want to be one of those people who can sit there and say, okay, I know Randall and RJ had a last shaky playoffs. I don't know how this year is going to be. Let's try to get the easiest opponent we can so we could just guarantee us going to the second round. Now, at the second round, there's no hose ball. Because the second round, I'm, I'm not going to lie to you. The Knicks get coaches fired. You lose to the Knicks in this year's playoffs, you're getting fired. Doc Rivers, you're getting fired. They got some pressure on them. Don't let Knicks win game one versus Philly. Mm -mm. They don't want that smoke. Mm -mm. And I love him, B. But Joel, but Joel and B, um, I got Mitchell Robinson, I got Joel, I, I got Jericho Sims, I got Isaiah Hornstein. Um, that's eighteen fouls. <laughs> I'm going old school right there. I'm going straight Tibbs right there. That's eighteen fouls. That's eight. Yo, foul him, yo. No easy nothing. If you flavor him, okay. So what? Somebody paid the fine. 
Somebody got you got to rough him up. I don't give a shit if you and B. I don't care if you African. I'm Ghanaian. And be one of the softest Africans I ever seen. The man, he sat out playoff games because of his tummy. In 2019 versus Kawhi and the Raptors. How dare you sit out a playoff? I dare Julius Randle sit out a playoff game because his tummy hurt. Oh, I got a stomach virus. Bitch, you better get the fuck up and you better play in this playoff game for my money. <laughs> Are you shitting me? We going high every every for my money. You got to play, bro. I'm not trying to hear this. My tummy hurt. I'm injured. I'm yo. If you can walk, you can play. You going to play in these playoff games. Now regular season, I complain. Regular season, I say, man, I don't want to hear that. You walking playoffs, Bruh. If you can walk, you can play. Now, let's say hypothetically, you know, Knicks go to the finals. They face one of those teams. Um, let's say they face Dallas. See, Dallas, that would be a funny opponent in the finals because now Brunson could just hunt Luka all day. <laughs> Kyrie gonna get off. Kyrie gonna get off. He get off all day. Kyrie get off all day. Ky- Listen, in that type of series, I'm letting Kyrie go for 40, 50 every game. He could go off. But your man Luca, he gonna have to play defense, brother. He gonna have to play some defense. Luca can't. He, he gonna have to play defense. I'm telling RJ, I need straight RJ Waiters. I need RJ to take every shot. Every time he get the ball, get the ball, do not pass. I would dead not pass if I was RJ Barrett. Every time I get the ball, I'm calling for a screen. Give me a screen for Luca or Kyrie. I want one of them on me. I'm going to the basket. I'm not passing the ball, Randall. Fuck you right now. This is my time. And I'm dead serious. Jalen Brunson, smoke Luca, beep bop boop. Cause that's personal right there. I left you because I didn't want to be your second fiddle. I wanted to be the big dog. Okay. Get a hundred million to be the big dog. What you gonna do with it? What you gonna do with it? Jalen Brunson got that smoke for him. I'm not looking at really Randall. In no playoff, in no playoff finals matchup versus Dallas, but Randall goes off in Dallas anyway because that's his hometown. So I know in his mind he would want to win in Game Five in Dallas. <laughs> and if the Knicks win in the finals. With this team, all their players is under 29. The oldest player is Julius Randle. What what you going to do next? 
you gonna keep the same team together? Or somebody gonna hop on the bandwagon? So it's a lot of things that can go the next way towards the end of the season. Um I heard takes yesterday for I heard a take from Daru. Daru was talking about how the Knicks can they run into a gauntlet going into the second half of the season. And I strongly disagree with him. Uh, I think the Knicks will have a great second half of the season. I think that R.J. Barrett is going to come back with a new profound love for basketball because he played like he didn't love basketball the last couple of games. Let's keep it on. Ruben Pat- the Ruben Patterson shit got to stop. I need R.J. Pierce. I don't like the Ruben Patterson shit. When he does the Ruben Patterson shit, it makes me cringe. It makes me angry. When he does the ball hogging shit, it makes me uh, bench him. I don't want to see that shit. That shit is disgusting basketball. It's a way to play basketball. Like if you was in the finals, you're not passing the ball to Luka. I mean, you're not passing the ball to Jaden Brunson. You're not passing the ball to Julius Randle. You're a ball hogger. Because if you got Luka on you, you need to call for the fucking screen every time. I'm going to the basket. The fuck out of here. The fuck out of here. So now, it's a lot of legacies. A lot of narratives. That's on the line these next 22 games. I'm just hoping that everything comes out in a positive way, and I think it will. I just I, I just woke up. And you know what? I woke up with this, with this thought like last week, Wednesday. Because usually when I wake up with something, like I usually wake up with a thought and I'll be like, yo, you know what? You know, I'm thinking about something. You know, it's just, I'm like, the first thing that came to my mind, as soon as I woke up, and this is on God, as soon as I woke up, I said, yo, the Knicks going to go 18-4. and four. I just felt it. I just felt it. Certain, certain, things you, certain things, you can see what the fuck is going on. I seen RJ struggling. I seen Grimes struggling. Jalen Iverson is here. Randall's playing like an all-star. Okay. Okay. Mitchell Robinson, he's in full practice today. I think one of the worst takes I heard lately. Hey, Stan, I see you up here. I'm going to say something about Mitchell, then you can go. One of the worst takes I heard lately. I don't like this take. I I heard Mo say it. I heard South say it. I heard I heard a couple people say when I when I speak to people and they talk about takes I directly say where I heard it from. I don't like to say they that that bullshit, but people have been saying some bullshit about the offense is going to get worse with Mitchell Robinson on the court. It's one of the most ludicrous, blasphemous, disgusting things I've ever heard. It's ridiculous. It's ridiculous. It's when it, it Mitch, when Mitch comes back, it's another reason why the Knicks could go 18 and 4. 
because I believe that Mitch, the Mitchell Robinson effect, is going to be so elite. You're going to notice such a difference in the defense. Oh, my God. R.J. Barrett is going to be back, too. Oh, finally. I just think R.J. can't play with Isaiah Hardestown, man. I'm giving him all the excuses in the world because I'm just hoping that he just plays better. You know, maybe Mitchell Robinson gives him the spark, too. Because sometimes you need certain players to up your game. Maybe R.J. Barrett really needs Mitchell Robinson. Maybe Quentin Grimes needs Mitchell Robinson. Maybe that's why both of those two have been playing like assholes. Right? So shout-outs to Mitch. He's full practice. Um, I think it was today or yesterday. And we'll see, man. We got a game tomorrow. And I think the Knicks is battle-tested. I think they're going to be ready. I think they're going to go 18-4. I think they're going to rip off or not. Like, this shit is going to be the almighty 4 seed shit again. Watch. I already see this shit for what it's going to be, man. I already see this shit. Stan, yo, what up, yo? Yo, what's going on, my guy? Top of the afternoon to everybody in the room listening and shit. Hope everybody having a, a blessed, what is it, Thursday? Blessed Thursday. A uh, day away from Knicks returning to basketball. So, you know, it's a good day. We had a nice little break. You know, it was it was, it was a nice break. It was a nice break. I ain't going to hold you. It was a real nice one. You know, we needed this break. Uh, but, yeah, now we going back to – we're going back to back. Friday, Saturday, game on Monday. It's about to it's about to light up these these final quarter of the season twenty two joints. It's about to I don't got no expectations. I ain't got no expectations. So, but I'm I I, I stay narrative since 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 you being narrative stay I, I I stay narrative too because that because that eighteen games how many games we got right now? We got twenty two left. Now how many wins we got? Oh, how many wins we got? Yeah. At um thirty three. We got thirty-three. Mm-hmm. Okay. See, I'm surprised you ain't go with seventeen. No. You you know where I'm getting at with this. Cause we're gonna have fifty one wins that at the end of the season. Cause you said at the top of the year, you know what you said. I know what I said. I said I said that if we start Evan Fournier for more than 20 games, the Knicks will be. But if the Knicks start Quentin Grimes or Cam Reddish, the Knicks will win 50. I think I said 54 50 games. Game. You said 50 games. I said, said 50 games. games. And so, the only person that was talking as spicy as you was my guy, Juniors. Okay. Juniors said 58. No, he said not 58. Like He said 48, I think. He said 48, and he thought we was going to get the three seed, I think he said. He said we're going to get the three seed. Where Junior's at? Damn, I ain't see Junior's in the space. I don't, I don't want the third seed. I want, but, the, I want the six seed, but if we could get the fourth seed, that would be fitting for that be fitting for the almighty fourth seed. Yeah, so that's if we could get to 50 games, then you got to change your tune about Tibbs, bro. Nah, giving you have to. Credit. Absolutely not. You have to because – we're not winning 18 games with just talent alone. Like, 
I, I love this team, Mm-mm. but we got to calm down. Mm-mm. We got to calm down. And this is weird because I'm usually telling you to come down from the last state. I'm yeah. usually like, stay, put the gun down. You scan the patients in the yeah. hospital, Brody. Put the gun down. I ain't fucking with Tibbs, bro. I ain't fucking with him, bro. 18 Tibbs. wins, bro? Yeah. Out of 22? Yeah, he's a So we're going to lose four games. Yep. He's a scumbag, bro. I can't do it, bro. I can't do it. No, you know. I can't do it. I'm not going to set myself up I, he, to, I, to, to believe that. I ain't, Look, I ain't want to believe this Donovan Mitchell stuff, right? I ain't want to believe. Even though it was like, oh, it's going to happen. It's going to happen. A lot of the signs was. I'm one of those people, yo, wake me up, you know. Like, <laughs> wake me up when September ends. You know what I'm saying? Like, wake me up when this shit's real. You know what I'm saying? I'm one of those people. I don't really like to do the whole wishing on the star because I've done it before. We've been there. We've been there with LeBron. Um, if you allowed it to happen to yourself with KD, I didn't because I was like, I've been through this with LeBron. So I told myself, I ain't doing this with KD. You know, I'm good. I'm all the way good on KD. I'm not going to be doing this where I'm hoping and praying that he gets here, he come here. I'm not going to do it. So same thing with the 50 wins. I just think it's uh, unrealistic. Um, 18 games is 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 really lofty. I think we can win almost against any team, you know, but that's like 90% of our games. I don't know the exact percentage, but that's a really high percent. That's a high clip. I, I just I can't really get behind it as much as I would love it. So I don't know. Like I I, I think we should just kind of temper our expectations a little bit. You know, I still think we we can win the playoff series, absolutely. But all this going to the finals and like, I think we just got to temper our expectations. It's like, and if we're gonna have our high expectations right there, you can't have it both ways. Like this team is not that talented, and I love this team, but this team is not that talented to get to this to the to to the um to the chip and say that tips had nothing to do with it. Because if that's the case, then it's like, this team is not that talented, bro. Like, it is. I'm not trying to dog our team because I love our team. But if we get to the finals, there's no way you can be like, oh, Tibbs. <laughs> like, I don't want to hear it. Like, the players are that good? No. No. The players are not that good to, to get to the finals. Bro, I don't believe it. You got to win it all, bro. Oh, you're saying if he wins it all. Yeah, he gotta win it all. So you think that's possible? You think this team can actually even get to the finals, though? I just laid down the path. That's the reason why I did started this today. Just to lay down the path. State, you gonna be? You know, later on today, you open up a space saying how we not gonna make the finals. Absolutely. How we not gonna? <laughs> we not gonna do this. We not gonna do that. So. I'm absolutely not getting on the space later on today. Today, later on today, I'm gonna enjoy my day at work, bro. That's 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 a that's a wild statement. Enjoying my day at work, but um, <laughs> but uh, <laughs> but yeah, nah. I just I just came up to um to poke holes, you know, you know, you you know, you my guys just just be trying to, you know. Shout out to you holding us down, giving us some next content on a Thursday afternoon. So appreciate you, Brody. Well, um, 
me, I came to my mom's crib. And my mom's painting and all of that. So, you know, I was chilling before I go to work. I didn't want to go straight to work. I don't like going straight to work. Hell no. I had to go somewhere real quick. But while I was here, I said, yo, you know what? Let me talk. Let me talk about the next real quick. Let me see. Let me see what's up. See how to see the temperature. I also wanted to talk about uh, the way. Oh, he's still sleeping. Yeah. I said, but I also wanted to talk about if there was a path for the Knicks to make the finals. Stan, I just said that if, what you call it? Oh, hi, Jasmine. I just said that if we played the Nets in the first round, bro, you don't think we can win that series? No, I do. I, I think, look, I think we have a shot against any team, in, in like any team, to be honest. I do think we have a shot against any team. I don't think anybody's sweeping us. No team. I don't think the Bucs are sweeping us. I don't think the Celtics are sweeping us. And those are the only two teams I actually, I don't want to say fear, but those are the teams I, I you know, nobody really want to see them unless it's the Eastern Conference Finals. Then it's like, all right, cool. We, we want to go through the top. But, yeah, I think we, I think we are good enough to compete with anybody. I think we're capable of of nah, middle ten hurt, team. bro. But I don't know if we have the talent. I think Smooth said it said it well in um Trippy Space. Shout out to Trippy. Um I think he said it well, like if RJ takes that next step, then yeah. Yeah. You could talk all the spicy shit you want to say. Because then yes, like I haven't seen RJ get to that point where he goes from twenty points to twenty five points a game. You know what I'm saying? And he giving you a 40, a 40 ball in the playoffs. You know what I'm saying? He do that? Yeah, it, it, it's going to be tough. It's going to be tough for a lot of teams if Randall has, um, and I believe he has. I believe he has. I believe Randall now has some experience under his belt. You know, he he needs to be the man like that, but he was. And that's why he got owned and he was out of there in the first round. You know, that's a new experience. Whenever I see new coaches – or new quarterbacks in the playoffs, I'm like, yeah, they fooled. Just because they ain't been there before, they don't know what to do. But give them another year. If they great, they're going to be great. You know, you look at the Joe Burrows, you know what I'm saying? He, he In the championship game, before the championship game, you know, two years in a row, and was in the championship game the year before that. So, you know, you got to give these young boys a chance. Um, but I, I, I don't know. I think – um. It's, it's, it's tough unless RJ makes that next step. I think Mitch does make a huge difference. Um, they're going to have to figure that out one out. I think Hawk could probably play the four. I, I, I said that at the top of the year. You know, I think he, since he no, stretched Poppy the floor Cotton. out. Poppy Cotton. No? Why you, why, you, why you don't think he could play the four at all? Absolutely not. Mm -mm. I don't, I don't want to never see him at the four. I got Obi Toppin. I'm good on that. Uh, I just think you're going to see more of Hart than Toppin. I, I think Hart has shown us more than Obi has shown us this year. Um, so with Mitch coming back, Mitch is not going to just take a backseat to Ahart, I don't think. Um, so he's going to get his minutes, but I think there's times where you see them both 
on the court. And if he's a true stretch, then let's see you stretch out there. You know what I'm saying? Um, I think there's times where you could see it, you know, and I'd like to see it to see if, if it can work um, at times. Not not no full extendo, you know. Obviously, you're going to see Randall there, and I'd like to see Obi there. But Obi's, you know, he's 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 really inconsistent this year. Um, obviously, that's due to his minutes in a large part. Um, but I don't know. I think somebody else said it in, in another space. You need to put some weight on him. Uh, build his, get his, get his weight, do some squats, some legs. Is looking pencil thin. Um, I think it was Cap recap said. I think he still got his college body. I agree with that. I think you know, um, he needs to put his weight on. I, I think Aha probably fits better right now even though ob would be better with all the cutting he can do um he's just inconsistent right now you know so i don't, I don't know we've seen our heart do well in spot minutes so i think he probably still gets those spot minutes or like close to you know bench roll or whatever it is so i don't know it, it, it's gonna be fun as hell to see though these last 22 games Nah, we nah, we gonna see. Um, like I said, eighteen and four. After that, I'm rooting for the Knicks to go to the finals, man. Win me, win me my money. You know, I got money on the Knicks. Forty eight dollars, you win ten k. I'm putting it out there right now. I've been putting it out there for weeks. I just laid out the path for the Knicks to go to the finals. The Knicks play the Nets first round. You got to depend on Jalen Brunson to get us out, right? The Knicks play the Bucks in the second round. Or if the Bucks lose to Miami, they play Miami in the second round. Not Bucks not losing to Miami. So if the Knicks play the Bucks in the second round, Julius Randle is the main person I'm looking at. If the Knicks play the Celtics in the Eastern Conference Finals, then it's R.J. Barrett I'm looking at. Now, if the Knicks go to the Finals, I just want everybody to – actually play well and just win. So hopefully they can do that. Yeah. Bowers about to come up. It's very rare where when I'ma just be like, man, I need Nick to take Jake to 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 bring us, bring us to a level here. You know, it's very rare where I'm just like I don't think ever where I'm just like, I need to hear from Nick's take Jake on this one. But I feel like he needs to bring you down to earth, sir. And I love all the finals talk. I love it. But it's just very unrealistic. It's a nice world to live in. It's a nice dream. Just I I, I don't want to do that to my to myself, to my heart, and start believing and get the fans to believe it. And it's not in the realm. I don't want to say in the realm of possibilities, because anything is possible. No. Anything's possible, but that one, sir, I, I don't know. I think I heart, heart, RJ quickly. Uh, the bench has to do a whole lot. Barrett has to do, you know, everybody's got to take that step. Everybody's got to take that step. I'm not saying it's impossible, but it's it's going to be really hard. Clarity, y'all was definitely about to end this space, though. Tremel, you came up manly, bro. But just for clarity, um. I still think the I think the Knicks are our first round exit. I think the Knicks are still mid. I still think Julius Randle and Brunson is championship three options. But the reason why I did the way I did the pod today is because 
obviously, you got to talk about everything, right? You you, you got to talk about all sides of the coin. So I just wanted to lay a path out to Nick fans to where. <laughs> you never know. Nah, state, state, what you doing, man? I see what you're doing. You, you auditioning for the GFA. You doing your best company man audition right now. No, not right now. So I see what's going on. No, not right. And, and I heard, I heard, I heard you ate breakfast with Rob from the Thread this morning, and whatever stuff he put in his breakfast, that's what you got. So you mm-hmm. talking all this championship talk and finals talk and fifty one wins talk, like you had a you had a hearty breakfast this morning, man. And and, and so, hey. When you when you when you get some weed in your system, you get some henny in your system. You, you'll calm down and you'll come back back to the to the state that we all know and love, man. But listen, you know when it when it comes down to it, these last twenty two games, um, what I'm looking at is, like I said, I Stan, I don't think we're I think we're done experimenting, Stan. So when you talk about playing Mitch. And Hartenstein together, you you're not gonna see that. I think the nine man rotation is set. I think Hartenstein goes back to his role. Uh, Mitch comes back in a starting role, and then they're gonna run with that nine man rotation to where Jericho becomes situational, and they're gonna get it cracking like that. What I'm looking forward to seeing is two things. We know what we're going to get from Jalen Brunson, Julius Randle, and Josh Hart. Jalen Brunson is playing at an all-NBA level. Julius Randle's playing at an all-NBA level. And Josh Hart is giving you exactly what we know he would give us, that grittiness, that savvy, that great bench play, you know, that all good teams need, right? So the upside of this team lies in the youth, right? From Mitchell Robinson, R.J. Barrett, Emmanuel Quickly, Quentin Grimes, Obi Toppin. So those are the guys who can elevate the ceiling going forward with, with the final 22 games and into the playoffs. If any one of those guys take a significant step, it doesn't just have to be R.J. Barrett. Um, I believe R.J. Barrett is going to play better because, you know, his history suggests that after a long break, he co- usually comes back ready to play. His jumper's fixed, and, you know, he comes back a little bit more spry, a little bit more, you know, uh, aggressive. So um, I think we're going to see that. But if any of those guys, like if Rhymes comes back, and, and he's playing the way we've seen him play in the Rising Stars game, you know. Um, if quickly, you know, ups his game, even though he's been playing outstanding, but he's still not playing at his best level. So if any one of those young guys takes a significant step going forward, that can raise the ceiling of the Knicks. So I'm, I'm, I'm watching that. And then also, I tweeted this out this morning. And I got this damn truck. Get the hell out of here, man. So I, I tweeted this out this morning. Um, Giannis, injury. 
that's going to be impactful going forward. And this is why I say that. Because he's going to be out for a while, and the Milwaukee Bucks do not play well without Giannis. So they have a chance to slip to the three seed. And so what I tweeted was, the sixth seed is not where you want to be right now. Because if Milwaukee goes to that three seed, you don't want to see them in the first round. I don't care. You don't want to see Milwaukee in the first round. So we got to do everything we can do to get either to the fifth or fourth seed. We have to. And what that's going to take is we got to beat Brooklyn, which Brooklyn is coming up soon. We got to wax them, and then they have to continue to lose. We have to beat Miami two out of the three games that we played them. And then I have circled on my calendar that March 31st game against the Cavaliers. That's going to be a pivotal game, and it also could possibly be a preview of the first round of the playoffs between Cleveland and New York. And also, at that point, we could be fighting. Like, whoever wins that game could be the fourth seed. So that's what I'm looking at going forward. Um, I I got penciled in 14 games. I think we're going to win seven out of ten home games and seven out of 12 road games. And, you know, we're going to end up with 47 wins, and hopefully that 47 wins is enough to vaunt us to that fourth seed because I really want that Cleveland Cavaliers matchup. I really want that because I think that's the best matchup for us to advance to the second round. So that's what I'm looking at, man. And at in state, I know you're going to get back to yourself after you after you smoke, you know, what you smoke and drink what you drink. And <laughs> and going forward, man, stop eating breakfast with Rob, man, because when you eat breakfast with Rob, you come <laughs> on Twitter spaces talking all kind of crazy shit, man. Oh, man. Yo, I'm chilling. No, I just lay. I just laid out something that might be magical for the company, man. That's all. Gotta talk about everything. But I appreciate you, Tremel. Um, let me get out of here, man. Appreciate everybody that tuned in with me. Uh, I've been on here since like eleven something. I don't even remember. But I appreciate y'all for tuning in. Yo, Tremel, I appreciate you. I wish we could talk longer, but we can't, man. Not today. I got to get ready for work, but I'm out Yeah, of- man. Peace and love, man, to you. Peace, peace and love to Stan. Peace and love. I see Brutus. I see Jake down there. All my Knicks family, man. I wish nothing but health, wealth, and success for all of y'all this Thursday, man. And hopefully y'all finish this week strong and on a positive note. And we're going to get this dub tomorrow, man. It is what it is, man. Oh. New York forever. New York forever.